Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. It's Jana Tuttle, and welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. Here with me today is the one and only Mr. Brad Tuttle. Say hi. Hi, everybody. It's great to have you with us today. (laughs) (laughs) We're so funny. Well, anyway, we are just excited that you are tuning in and listening to us. Um, We had made mention before on our previous podcast that we were going to do a podcast on the power of prayer and just um, our prayer journey, I guess I should say. Um, We wanted you just to hear it. We wanted to encourage you. Um, I, I wanted to talk to Brad today. I wanted to interview him a little bit just about his uh, road, his journey into prayer. Because I know a lot of people that we have talked to, they they wonder about it when we're talking to them about the power of prayer and having a prayer life. Uh, they, they, some people don't understand. They, they don't know what that looks like. They've never been taught it. Um, so we just want to today uh, just dive into it. And I wanted to ask Brad just a few things. I know that on your uh, testimony, and if y'all haven't listened to his previous podcast, uh, Brad's Conversion Experience, I so encourage you to listen to that. Um, you had made mention that you came to Christ and that you had, um, not only after you came to Christ, that you saw a change in your life, but there was also, you grabbed a hold of prayer. So I want to ask you from just that point, what your Christian walk was like after coming to Christ. I know you were excited. You saw the sanctification process taking place, but you had also have made mention before that uh, there was like a roller coaster experience until you grabbed a hold of prayer. So could you just Tell us a little bit about that. I will do that. <laughs> I, um, as I shared on my conversion experience, I when I got I got really radically saved, and I use that term for me because I just you know went from never you know the church never been in church and all that and witnessed to and then uh, just just come to Christ in my bedroom and get radically transformed. I mean, I was changed the moment I I placed my belief in Christ as my savior I was transformed I was I was I mean there were changes and so I led by the spirit started going to a church right away um, and I got involved and I was just excited about being a I was excited about being you know, knowing Jesus and being saved. I, I understand. I may use some theological terms now, but I didn't know anything then. I mean, I'm, this was as raw as raw can be. Yeah. I was just excited that I was saved, that Jesus <laughs> did this for me. Amen. You know, I was not the same person. And that was so exciting not being who I used to be. And now just saw, you know, in God, a purpose in life, real purpose. Um, not just winning trophies and plaques. Those are meaningless, really, if you think about eternity but really a purpose in God and doing great things for the kingdom and having a destiny in the Lord. So I'm excited about that. I'm at church all the time. I'm in the front row. I'm doing everything that I can do to just to just to serve the Lord. 
without anybody telling me. I just wanted to serve the Lord. Um, but, you know, I, I guess like when I make this statement, everybody's going to say, well, that's the way Christian life is. But I didn't know it. I didn't know this at the time. But I was kind of going through this. Um, to me, I noticed a kind of an I'd be I'd have victory times where I was doing great and then all of a sudden not even knowing at the time so much it was spiritual attacks and then I would you know go down the roller coaster and then I would get back up the roller coaster so you kind of got that up and down kind of uh, waves like an ebb and yeah flow. ebb and flow so I I'd read a scripture in the Bible that said that we're supposed to be more than conquerors it said you know I'm more than a conqueror so I started asking myself Am I more than a conqueror? Am I living the more a more than a conqueror life? Mm. And honestly, with myself, I thought I'm not. It was at that this precise moment in this journey of my walk with the Lord that the church that I was going to, they started an early morning prayer meeting, and um, I decided to start going to that. I went the first couple times, and I, you know, I prayed the best I could. And uh, I'm not, and even in our prayer discussion, I'm not going to get super deep theologically. I'm just going to talk to you about just what happened to me. You know, the Bible talks a lot about prayer, and you know, all through it, Matthew six, the Lord's prayer. We'll touch about that a little bit. But um, this is just a guy who wanted more of God and wanted to get off, wanted the roller coaster ride to even out, and wanted to be a conqueror more than a conqueror. So I started going to prayer and I realized things began to change. But what really happened was, and I know my wife will probably ask me some questions about this. I got a hold of, somebody gave me a laminated, kind of like a, I don't know what size it was, six by eight card that had on it the Lord's Prayer. And it was the Lord's Prayer, Father, Lord of Heaven, hallowed be thy name, all that broken down in each place our father it that broke that down who art in heaven hallowed be thy name there were some bullet points to break that down in other words it had it had bullet points of things you could pray for it's an outline of how to pray through the lord's prayer and man i got a hold of that thing and i used to hear about people praying for an hour these great men of god who were dead now they used to pray all night long i thought man you know that would be awesome to be able to pray like that well this was called, could you not tarry one hour, which is what Jesus said to his disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. Could you guys not be with me for an hour in prayer? So I got a hold of this outline. I remember the first time taking it to church that morning. Uh, that's early Sunday morning. And I put it on the pew in front of me. And I started praying through that. And I looked up at the clock and I'd been there an hour. And man, I'm telling you something. And I'm, I'm telling you. Next to my, first of all, my salvation experience was the greatest life transforming thing. And then when I got a hold of prayer like this, my life was absolutely never the same again. You know, it's so amazing. And for those of you who have experienced Brad, his ministry, um, who know him intimately, uh, he is so passionate. So I could imagine when you didn't know Christ, you had mentioned before that you were so passionate about the things of the world, but coming to Christ, you're even more so passionate now about serving him. But what was so amazing, like you said, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, is you you were talking about there was that ebb and flow, there was a roller coaster of you wanted to be more than a conqueror, like the word said. And so you grab a hold of this outline, which I believe the Holy Spirit led you to, And um, like I said before, so many people ask, 
how do y'all pray an hour? What are you praying? And um, you said Matthew 6, the Lord's Prayer, it broke it down. So if it said, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name, it would talk about that and what to pray. So you were saying you you went to um, early morning prayer, you grabbed a hold of that, and then you just started praying it. And as you were praying it, the Holy Spirit just came and he would give you things. Like if, you, if it, there was a bullet point, he would bring things to your mind to start praying. And so you got done. It had already been an hour mm -hmm. and you just felt such power after this that it wasn't what's so neat about it because I know that outline very well. Um, I too grabbed a hold of that outline many years ago. But what's so great about it, you're not just praying about you and your needs, but it is showing you, you're praying about the nation, you're praying about uh, the church, you're praying about his will being done, you're family, praying about friends. family, friends, forgiveness. It is just so powerful. So so you grabbed a hold of that, and I know that you had made mention before that, um, and, and I'm just going to kind of talk about this. You know, you were a very busy young man back then. You had, um, you had a career. You got up very early in the morning. You said that you, um, in your podcast, that you had an alarm clock that you put on it. What did you put on it? A sign that said? My prayer clock. <laughs> His prayer clock. I love that. So when it would go off, he would look and see, there's that sign, my prayer clock. And I know that he has mentioned before, because of what Christ did for him, you know, sometimes our flesh just wants to lay there and just hit that snooze button. But he thought, if Christ died a brutal death on the cross for me, you know what? I can get up and I can pray. And I know that he's made mention before that he was very busy. He got up very early. He not only worked full time, but he went to college at night. Then he had homework. Then he went to the gym because that's something he loves to do. And so he didn't get home till late, late, late. And then he would get up again that early at 5 a.m. So for some of you right there listening and you're thinking, oh, he doesn't have a life like me. Yes, he did. But he made it a point to say, God, I'm going to put you first. And we know that when we put him first, it just seems that everything else just falls into place. So now you're praying. You're seeing just this this um, power just unfold in your life. Not saying that you didn't go through stuff because Jesus said as a Christian, you know, we are going to go through things, but you just knew there was a power source that you could tap into, right? Yes. Well, you know, it's, and it's like uh, Janice said, I, I, I'm going to reiterate that, that I, when I started praying, I think this would be a good thing for, for people to hear is that the prayer group started out, there was about 70 people that came to early morning prayer. And um, as it went on, the pastors started going there as to, to prayer as well. But they kind of wanted, they, they kind of stepped out and they didn't, they, they quit coming in the morning, not because they didn't want to pray. They were just kind of seeing where everybody was going to go with this and type of thing. Well, what happened was that prayer group went from 70 to 60, down to 40, down to 20, down to 10. And I am without, I could have you call people that could tell you this is the truth it went all the way down to one person and that one person was me and i would get up every morning at five i'd get myself ready the things i had to do for 
get ready for work and school and all that, then I would I would get in my car. I'd drive to this little church. I would take a worship tape. I'd walk. I'd get the key to the front door. I'd unlock. I'd go inside, get in the little sound booth that we had. I'd put a cassette tape in, and I would just go in there, and I would turn it on, and I'd leave one light on that kind of came down on the pulpit. But I would just walk around in there for however long, an hour or so, just praying and praying and seeking God. And I, w- I was determined. I mean, I got a hold of it and it was like, I'm not letting this go. I'm not going to sleep in. I'm not going to do it one day a week or three. I'm going to do it every day. So I would make sure I got up and, you know, not to throw this one guy under the bus, but I used to have this one guy said, Hey man, come and pick me up and take me to prayer with you. And I did it for a while. Then all of a sudden I'd pull up in the parking lot and he wouldn't be coming outside. He'd come to the door and say, Hey, come in, you know, then I'd have to go in and wait on him. Then I have to go in and wait on him to eat breakfast. Did he want some breakfast? And I'm thinking, i got to get the prayer, man. It's cutting my prayer time down. So I looked at him and I said, hey, dude, listen, man. You're cutting. You're, you are. This is affecting my prayer time. I, only, I have a certain amount of time where I need to get to work. But I, and I've got to get my prayer time in. And uh, so pretty much it came to the prayer. I left him in the dust. I quit picking him up because he wouldn't. He didn't get up and get ready. So I just. And as he drove off, he goes, I'm praying for you. Yeah. So I was determined. So I will say this. Number one, you need to be determined. You have to guard that time. Yes, you have to guard the time. Be determined that you're going to pray, that you're going to be changed, and you're not going to ever be like any any way that you've ever been before. So that's, that's I think, is something that can really help people. you got to have the eye of the tiger when, you, when it comes to prayer. And you know something out there, if you cannot uh, grab a hold of, an outline like that. We, I've talked to a lot of our ladies um, just through the ministry, and um, you know they've asked like, "Well, I'm going through fear. I'm, I'm going through something that's very fearful right now." And something else that you can pray about, you know, and can lead you in prayer is the Word of God. If you don't pray the Lord's Prayer, you can grab a hold of Scripture. Mm. Um, you know, in Timothy, it talks about, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound, well-balanced mind. And so that's something that I, I teach our ladies. I'm like, you know, go to the back of the Bible. Go um, look at fear, and it will give you Scriptures. Google it, uh, scriptures on fear, scriptures on uh, provision, scriptures on peace. And then what you will do is you will just start praying those like, Lord, I thank you. I don't have, you know, you haven't given me a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. And so Lord, I will walk in your peace today. I have a sound mind in Christ. And so, so things like that. And, and I will tell you, there was a season in my life when I went away to college that I got little index cards and I put on it so many scriptures that were speaking to me in my life and during that season of my life. And when I was walking from campus to campus, uh, you know, from building to building in our campus, I remember I would just pray those scriptures and I was getting them down deep in me. So now, um, you know, there's that reservoir of those uh, scriptures that I'm able to now, you know, draw from, I'm able to, <laughs> I'm able to pray about and just declare them over our life. And, you know, something that, um, that I want to encourage you in 
is uh, there is power in prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, Elijah Amen. prayed, and it said that he was a man like us. That you know, uh, you know, there is God doesn't have favorites, but he prayed, and it didn't rain for many years. And um, it says the effective fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. You can see where Daniel prayed. You can see where Jesus prayed. You can see um, in Old Testament, New Testament, how um, they prayed. And so um, I, I just want to encourage you that, you know, we need to go to God first. So many times when things happen in our life, we go to everybody else. And, and I know the word of God says that there is um, wisdom in a multitude of counselors. But if we will go to God first, if we will be determined to say, you know what, I'm going to go to you first. I'm going to pray about this situation. For the word says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. And so if we will go to him first, if we will pray I, I'm telling you, he will lead us. He will guide us. Um, sometimes, I, I've talked to our ladies about this. Sometimes you'll be sitting there and someone will pass through your mind. The Holy Spirit brings someone to your remembrance. That's him having you want to pray for them. So just start praying for them. He will lead you into what to pray. Um, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He is our intercessor. And he will show us how to pray. Um, he will show us things to come, the Word of God says. And so we just want to encourage you. I think that we could sit here for hours. Prayer is such a vast, a huge subject. But um, we wanted to encourage you in your prayer life today. And like, like my sweet husband said, you know, you have to plan for it. You have to prepare for it. Um, you know, first, y'all, some of you women out there are men who you you cherish that quiet time in the morning before those babies get up and <laughs> before all those responsibilities hit you. You know, if you have to get up, my husband says this a lot of times, get up 15 minutes earlier, you do, early. Yeah. You, you don't have to get up an hour early. Um, earlier than you normally would start somewhere so maybe 15 hour or 15 minutes earlier um set that coffee machine that your coffee is made and ready have your coffee mug there have your bible don't go to the internet first don't go to the uh, yes don't go to any of that have your bible ready have your special place you're going to go and so that way when you roll out of bed have that alarm set you can go right there your coffee's ready your tea whatever you like to drink in the morning and you can sit at his feet um you know there's a story in the bible about uh, mary and martha and martha was so busy wanting to serve the lord which is which is a good thing but it said that mary sat at his feet and he, she chose the best thing and so we want to encourage you that you know, in 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 some of you, y'all are ministers. Some of you, you're serving in the house of God, and we know how that can be. Your your life can be so busy giving out, um, but it is so important. And and I've said this before: you cannot give out if you haven't taken in. You cannot give from what you don't have, and there has to be a well. There has to be a reservoir that, that um, you have been built up in so that you're able to pour into your family's life, into others' lives. 
And so, honey, is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, you know, on that illustration, the word picture always comes into my mind when I think about what, what my wife was just talking about, is I always, someone showed this to me, is that you can, when, when you aren't praying, it's like there's a, a picture, a a running, or picture a, 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 a pond or a running body of water, and when you don't pray, as you're ministering, as you're doing your things of life, you dip into that. You you dip into that reservoir of water, and what happens is, if it's if it's not running, it sits stagnant. As you dip, it goes lower and lower and lower. That's our life when we're not putting something into it. But when you're praying, it turns it into a rushing river, and as you dip into it, it never goes down because prayer just brings such a spiritual flow into your life and such excitement into your life and, and and remember this god communicated to us through his word we communicate with our father through prayer That's right. and so the way we talk to our heavenly father is we talk to him we talk to him through the through the avenue of prayer and we, we always approach him and and is is a sovereign god as a holy god as a great and mighty god and we approach him with great respect and uh, but we just need to have a desire to do it. If you start with five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes a day, I guarantee you, it's just going to keep on growing, and you will never be the same. You know that is so powerful what uh, Brad just said, and just with the reservoir, and you know, taken out of it and not filling back up. And I I want to say this too. A, a, a few years ago, um, somebody in our ministry, it was so precious, said to us. You know, I've always believed in prayer, but um, they they said there's something so unique about you and your husband that when y'all pray, you really expect God to answer. And you know, it was it, it was so when when they said that, it kind of took me back because I'm thinking, well, of course, why why else pray if you don't expect God to answer? And so when you pray know that there's there's a time to be talking and there's a time to be listening and you know the the spirit of god is always going to be speaking to you he he communicates with us and we need to yield we need to listen to that so so know that that it's not just you you're praying some prayers out there and hoping someone hears them your heavenly father it says that his ear is attentive to the cry of his children that he is listening that he 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 doesn't sleep he doesn't slumber he never leaves you nor forsakes you the word says but he is always there and he's always listening to you and and he answers prayer he, according to his will he answers prayer so we just encourage you we encourage you to to um, start this journey. If you haven't been praying, repent and start. Start tonight. Start today. Whenever you're listening to this, start somewhere. And you know what's so neat about it? It's so cool that as you start praying, you're going to start every day that you start praying, you're you're going to um, just feel this power like like Brad said, but what's cool about it is the next day you're going to start feeling this, this drawing, this, I know I, I felt this when, when I'm, I'm supposed to pray and maybe I've gotten busy. I, I feel him drawing me. I feel mm. this. I, I can't even explain it. It's down deep. And I just feel like, whoa, I need to stop everything right now. I need to pray. And, um, it is, it's just precious. And, and I will leave you with this too. When you pray, it is so important to do it when you can be, when you're not 
distracted. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some people can't sit down for 30 minutes. They could pray in the car, you know, turn off the radio, all that. Or they can pray. Some people I know, they pray throughout the whole day. But um, when you're going to spend that special time with the Lord, make sure it is in a place where the phone is off. You're not being distracted, where you can really say, God, I'm going to give you the first. I'm going to give you the best of my day. The Bible says and tells us to pray without ceasing. And that someone could say, well, yeah, then, you know, we just pray all day long. But I will say that there's many... um, times in the Bible where you see Jesus getting away in specific times to spend with the Father. So there's something about abiding with the Father in specific times. Yes, we can pray all day long, but there's something about that specific quiet time, whenever that might be for you, if it's in the morning and the afternoon or the evening, to get away and get into your quote-unquote your prayer closet, get to your place, your room, your car, wherever you go, and spend that time in prayer. And again, the most important thing is is that you get a desire to do it. And if we're a believer, all of us should have that desire because the Spirit lives in us. And I'll guarantee you, he's trying, to, he's trying to get you going in this area if you haven't been. So I hope that something that we could have said today, again, we could give you a lot of theological stuff, but really it just comes down to we need to, we need to have a desire to pray and we need to get down to business with it. If there's any way we can help you, just let us know. We, we want to try to help you live as powerful in Christ as you possibly can. Because you know what? You need it. Your family needs it. Your un- unsaved friends need it. And the world needs you to live in as great a power with your God as you possibly can. And I'm telling you something. Your life will be changed. You'll be transformed. And you will be walking a new walk. That first time I really prayed, I remember driving to work. And I felt like I was walking on a cloud. Driving on a cloud. And because there's something about coming in contact with a heavenly father, understand he is God. He is creator, sovereign, mighty God. And we have been through Christ been given the opportunity and the relationship to be able to talk to him every day and to be able to spend time with him every day. Why? I say to myself, why would I not want to do that? It's probably the most exciting thing we could do. Talking, man, I'd rather, let me think, talking to God who made everything and even saved you. So, you know, get on it, get to it. And let's, let's, let's determine today that we're going to be men and women of great prayer and so that we will see ourselves never the same way again amen babe amen all right y'all well we hope that this encouraged you and inspired you um we we are excited we are excited just with this newfound adventure for some of you in prayer and so until next time live all out for jesus be encouraged be inspired and love the lord with all of your heart and remember it's all about Jesus. Jesus. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.